This is Piho. And this is Dan Ho. And this is Dating While Heavily Meditated, a show about turning dating drama into inner power. Because sometimes what's falling apart is actually coming together. Hello, here we are again with uh, Dating While Heavily Meditated, Episode 3, Committee in Your Head. Welcome to the committee. Mine is very active. We all have one, right? Yes, we have several committees. Yes, yes, yes. So on this episode, we want to talk about the voices in our head that are always in constant chatter, right? And sometimes they don't agree with each other. (laughs) Right? Yes. Yes. Especially when you're trying to find an outfit to go on a date with. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Do I want to look sexy, hoochie, sexy, classy, sexy? Anyway, so the committee in your head is especially active when you are interacting with uh, a guy, either you're dating him or you're in a relationship with him mm-hmm. or you're conversing or you just swipe on the guy and you match and now it's like, okay, what are you going to open with? Oh my God. So the committee in your head is a very, very active because it keeps talking and it keeps talking about thoughts and stories that are attached to those false beliefs that we have of ourselves. Yeah. And they never shut up if you haven't noticed. Mm-hmm. But remember, really important as we were talking in previous episodes they are not who we are we are the ones who experience them yes right yes because remember through the practice of spirituality whether it is that you meditate or you pray or you do journaling you will excavate yourself and you will return to your full self that that being that is whole that is already complete So when the committee starts talking, it's because the ego is in full force talking and because the ego is always in a constant state of dissatisfaction and not enough. Yes. Yes. Right. And so that's what we experience, right? Yes. Yes. But a lot of it, it's ego is not all bad. It tries to protect us, right? And in that process, it's also protecting us from living a wholesome life of being happy yeah. and being free of that damn-ass chatter That's that right. does not stop. That's right. That's right. So one of the things that uh, Dan Ho and I have experienced when the committee starts talking, and this is something that we've learned through mm. uh, our study of the spiritual gurus out there. So one good podcast that, that you should go back to, there's two actually, one is Super Soul Conversations Talk with Deepak Chopra. Mm-hmm. He has a podcast titled Belief Creates Reality. And in that one, he talks about this conditioned mind, these yes. dogs that we create. Uh, and it's really important to go back and understand how are these conditioned mind, these identities uh, created, right? Uh, they're created through past experiences. First and foremost, when you're talking about it in the context of dating, right? Mm-hmm. And what are the things, experiences, Dan Ho, that you have experienced that have created those past conditionings? Well, let's say I, if somebody doesn't text me back, mm-hmm. right? Because I was in a relationship at some point where the guy was dismissive. I told them what I needed in order to feel secure so for instance if i say oh uh we were supposed to meet at 8 30 and i didn't hear from you until 10 you know and 
you know, and he would tell me, well, it's not a big deal. Things happen and this and that. And then you start thinking, was he with somebody else? Yeah. Was he, you know, and, and I felt that all I'm asking you is to make me comfortable. So answer the question and then I'll understand. And that's okay. Meanwhile, he thought you were trying to control me. And yeah. I said, no, it's common courtesy. If we're running behind, which by the way, I do a lot because it's the hair, the makeup, the this, the that. So I take responsibility for that. But for him, it was, you know, it happens. I do what I want. You just take it. So in the future, if you, if, when I met somebody new and I didn't hear from them or I didn't feel comfortable, the voice started again. Mm. You see, this one is probably the same thing. He's lying. What are you doing? This was a mistake. You're getting excited about it. Blah, 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 blah. And now my joy is shot, mm, right? Because okay. now I'm engaging yeah. into this yeah. and it's getting bigger. And the guy, who knows? Maybe he's constipated in the toilet. I don't know. You know, and I'm already thinking, oh, this is yeah. already bad. And, and you know, you, you caught my drift. That's so right. that's basically what That's it. right. So, so yes, that, that also has happened to me, right? And again, in the context of dating is, um, you know, I, I have a date with someone and uh, a couple of hours, and this has happened, I'm sure it's happened to you, a couple of hours before he text, oh, oh, you know, something happened, I need to reschedule. Uh, I, 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 in the past, I didn't see that as, okay, something happened, I had to reschedule. I took that, it was about me. Oh, maybe he's not interested anymore. Oh, maybe I said something before that uh, turned him off in my last date. And then I went back to the last date and I started playing the tape back and I started revisiting everything that I said because I made that about me. That's the thought that came to me. That was the committee was saying. Yep. So then, um, you know, what was the committee saying? Uh, at that uh, at that point, when those those voices come, it was saying that it, it always does says the same thing. You know, it, it, one of the things it says is why her not me. If let's right, say right. that you see your ex with somebody else, you know why right. why her not me. Also, it yeah. says I am not cool or I am not smart enough. Right. I am not travel in well travel enough. I am not hood enough. You know, <laughs> not uh, successful yes, enough. Yes, I am not bad enough. Bad ass enough. So all these thoughts that this committee is saying, you know, if you follow the thought, you will see that that thought is tied to an imaginary self that you have. And in my case, these thoughts in the context of dating that I'm not enough are tied to this girlfriend identity that I've always wanted to be a girlfriend because I thought that if it was a girlfriend, I was going to be loved. Right. That I was going to be connected. Right. That I was going to be loved uh, enough. And when it comes to realize is that I can't wish that those feelings and that validation from someone else because I already am those things. Right. right. So it's so important to know that when you hear these thoughts, know that that's the committee talking, that is not you. And if you follow the I am not enough thought, if you follow this negativity, you will identify the conditioned mind that is coming from, and yep. you'll know that's not you. And when you shine light into that, when you shine light into that negative thought, into that negative identity, and you were like, oh, here you are. <laughs> Hello again. Girlfriend identity. Let's sit down and have a little chat. Yep. And then you stay present with her. 
and she will disappear. She will. Totally. It happens every time. Every but time. Just be careful, which I've done it before, without suppressing, mm -hmm. oppressing, shoving it deeper down so you don't see her or hear from her or it doesn't let her come up because all you're doing is that another trigger will come up and she'll be stronger. So whereas if you practice presence mm -hmm. in the moment, mm -hmm. oh, I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling triggered again. Oh, here comes the needy girlfriend again. Oh, mm -hmm. I see. Mm -hmm. And you breathe through it, relax, release. Mm -hmm. And off she goes. That's right. That's right. And and it's, it's important also to know that uh, when we talk about identities and imaginary selves, there are things in our lives that we have roles, right? Mm -hmm. We have roles and functions that we do. You know, I'm a career uh, person. I'm a tech person. I am a female. I am a sister. I am a friend. Those are roles that you have, right? And sometimes those roles develop identities. But when we're talking about identities in the spiritual sense, Right? We're talking about these beliefs and, and stories that we created in our head. When I say that I have a girlfriend identity, it's because of this belief in my heart that I think I'm lacking that I can only get if I am a girlfriend. Right. Right. Another one that identity that I have or had, right, that I constantly have to be aware of is that I self-righteous, right? I was a person before, very, very prevalent, that I always thought I was right. You know, I was right and you were wrong. And, oh, my God, you know, that doesn't get you nowhere, especially at work, people, <laughs> people. And what I came to realize is that my truth does not have to be your truth. Yes. You know, what I came to realize that if I, if I let go of my truth and I open myself, to listening, at least listening to somebody else's truth, I'm going to learn so much. And maybe, maybe I'm going to redefine my truth. Or maybe I'm going to cement myself in my truth. Mm -hmm. But at least I know that, you know, I'm not attaching to that. So one of the things that you identify, you know, so uh, with, with our podcast, if you have not figured it out yet, we're going <laughs> to give you a little hint. When we say we talk with our dating podcast, it's not about finding a man or getting a man. It's about personal growth. Correct. In the context of dating. Yes. Right? Yes. So, in the context of dating, when you start listening to these thoughts that come to your mind because of an interaction with someone you're dating, it can be a guy or a girl. So, when you start hearing these voices, because these voices are talking because of an interaction with somebody, you, how do you shut them up? How do you say, shut the fuck up, okay? One of the things that you can do is to ask empowering questions, right? So you hear the thought, you hear the voice, mm -hmm. and then you ask yourself, who is talking? Mm -hmm. You know? You also ask yourself, who is being triggered? Yep. Right? And you also ask yourself, who is having these feelings? So you have the interaction, you hear this voice that is saying something negative, mm -hmm. saying, and I am not, or wife or not me, or something about victim. Ask yourself. First of all, the other thing you can do, not even ask in prior questions, just be aware of it. Yeah. You can say, oh. That's the main thing. The committee's talking. Hello again. I don't know who you are yet, but <laughs> I hear you talking. And that's it. 
Now you can move from that after, you know, you kind of get, uh, ex exercise your muscle yep. to identify in the voice. Then you can move to the entire question. Who is talking? Mm -hmm. You hear the thought, you have the interaction, you hear the thought and you say, who's talking? Mm -hmm. And I know this is not my fabulous being because my being is complete. Correct. So who's talking here? And then you just stay with that. Yep. Maybe the identity doesn't come in, but at least be aware. So you create space yes. between yourself, your awareness, your consciousness, whatever, however you choose to call it, from that of which you're hearing, right? Which is the committee, which is the needy girlfriend, or uh, the victim yes. person, or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Because when you create that distance, you are aware that you are not it, and you're also giving it space to move through you. Correct. And not staying there. Correct. Correct. So one of the things that it helps, has helped me and has helped Dan Ho to identify this imaginary self is to reflect on our past experiences when it comes to dating, right? So, um, I mean, in my case, I've dated the gamut. You probably think I'm a hoe, but, you know, that's probably why I call myself P-Ho. But, you know, I've dated enough to be in all these situations. I've dated enough to be cheated on. Mm -hmm. So from past experiences, you form this, uh, this identity. So if you've been cheated, what kind of identity does that create within you, inside of you? An insecure person. An insecure person, right? right. If you've been manipulated... What kind of identity that that forms in you? If you have been manipulated, this identity in you forms that you're weak, right? Yeah. And if you have been lied to, again, what kind of identity does that form inside you? So all these past experiences form identities. In my case, the reason why I've been able to identify this identity of a girlfriend is, again, because... You know, I did some soul, soul searching, therapy, standing in one leg, going oh, yeah. all yoga that. retreats, and all that. The only thing I have not been able, well, I haven't done, but I kind of want to try it, is to go to a silent meditation retreat. I don't know if I can shut up for a long time, but we'll see. I've done that. It's interesting. Yeah. So, so I identify this identity girlfriend because of all of that, the, the feeling that I have of lacking in the love department and the connection and thinking that I was going to get that through a relationship, which I know that I can't. So it's important to understand how these imaginary selves are formed. So through self-reflection, through examining your experiences with guys, you'll be able to identify these created beliefs that have formed mm -hmm. inside of you. And those created beliefs have personas. Oh, yes. And those personas are the ones who are forming the committee, right? Yes. And as Pijo said, they come from past experiences. So remember, what happened in the past, it's done. Mm -hmm. It's not happening now. Mm -hmm. And because it happened, and yes, it is a reality, you're still responding to that. Yes. But it's gone. Yes. So what you have at this time is the now, so remember that. And those voices, those ideas, those beliefs are not who you are. No. It's what you experience. Yes. So the same yes. way we create a response 
you can create a different response, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Without the committee. Yeah. And, it, and, and the goal, which is important to realize, is not to shut it up. Mm-hmm. It's to realize that they are not you. Exactly. They were created to help you get through something that you were not able to then handle. But now you can because you know the voices are not you. Yes. So you create a space between that knowledge and you leaning back and observing so that space that is created give that energy room to move through. Yes. Yes. And then you let go. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yes. And it's so important to be aware of this committee because, again, when it gets loud, you know that it is not you, the true, real you that's talking. That is not this persona that you have created. Like Dan Jose, it was an experience. It was something you mm-hmm. did, but does not mean that it's something you are. What you did and what you are are very different. Correct. And the past experiences, remember what it's saying. It's past. Mm -hmm. It's not happening now. Exactly. So let it go. And what it's doing is creating the knowledge and the self-awareness that when that experience shows up again in your life, because it will. Yes. Now you know better. And when you know better. You do better. That's right. Right? That's right. Because at that point you're aware you come back to the present, you are you do an affirmation, you are the observer of that voice, you are the observer of that thought, and then you can, once you identify, it's not me, then from that place of awareness and knowing and love, you do the next step. And whatever that will be, it will be one that is going to allow you to grow, evolve, and come from a place of love, yep. right? Yeah. So when you get that text message to say, I'm going to cancel, and you listen to that voice that says, oh, he doesn't like me anymore, he's not interested, and you identify that it's a voice in your head that comes from a false identity, and then you're like, oh, this is not me, I, I am fabulous, I want to be with me, then your response will be probably, okay, that's fine, sorry that you have to reschedule, whatever it is, but it's not going to be like, Whatever, you know, it's not going to be a negative response. So you, you kind of catch my drift there. Um, again, you know, always, always be the observer. Yeah, exactly. And let, let's just think this way. Let's say he is canceling because he wants to be with somebody else. So what? Exactly. It has zero to do with you. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. But again, it's a decision on our part, right, to realize that the same right to reserve to like somebody, they deserve, they reserve to like somebody else. And if that's the case, totally fine. Mm -hmm. Because they are not, their purpose is not to fulfill a need of yours. That is our job to do, identify and realize that we are already complete, okay? So you're just connecting with people, and that's all great and beautiful, but it's how we go about it. So the committee tries a lot of times to tell us we're not good enough, we're not this enough and that enough, but they they only have power if you give energy to it, right? Mm -hmm. If you engage 
and say, oh my God, yeah, this is happening and I'm not this and I'm not that. Oh, it, it, it doesn't. When you start practicing this, it just, which when I'm really good at it, it, you just have this, you know, aha moment and you totally go, oh, I just realized my response to something that used to highly upset me means nothing now mm -hmm. because I totally feel centered and great and complete. Yes, yes, yes. And that is, again, it's, it's, a, it's a process. You know, this is not, this is not something that, uh, that, that, that we've been able to do, um, you know, in the last, what, two months. It's, it's, it's a process. It's a process that requires an everyday, every moment intention yes. to practice. And, and you're going to talk, you know, sometimes you're going to feel, because we feel this too, sometimes mm. you're going to feel stressed about the process too, you know. Right, right. Sometimes that this, this committee starts talking and you start asking empowering questions, who's talking, who's having this experience, and you're not getting the answer, and that gets you frustrated, because it's happened to me. Right. Right, it's happened to me. I, I understand that, oh, I'm being triggered. The committee's talking. I'm hearing this committee talk who's talking and nothing comes and then I feel like I'm not doing this right let me get to the moment again let me start reading and then I get into a stressful state of mind that also could happen so be aware of that too and the, the point that, that all we always trying to make with this is that we have to be the observer of everything that comes in our lives especially especially these voices in our head that is is driven from ego is the ego talking it's not your true being Ego wants to always be reminding you that you're not enough. Ego is always in a constant state of dissatisfaction. And it always wants to be present. But we have to live with the ego. And living with the ego means that we make peace with all these personas that are always coming up through the committee that we have in our head. So be the observer. Try to always remain present, be aware, ask the question, or just be aware that there's a voice talking, that there's a committee that is in, in session. And that's it. That's it. You don't have to engage. You don't have to participate. And once you start to relax your body in the midst of all this commotion inside, it's really hard for them to win, yes. you know, because you already come from a place of relaxation you're watching it, you already realized it, it ain't you, mm -hmm. and then everything calms down. That's right, that's it, that's right, that's right. So remember, you know, and our episodes, hopefully you're tying in the messages. You know, we started with who is it that I believe to be me, right? What are the beliefs in my heart? What are these personas that I have created that are clouding my true being? Then we talked about triggers, right? And what do, what do triggers do? Triggers trigger the committee. So when the committee starts in session, be the observer, identify who is talking, get back to the present, and they will, uh, they they that those voices will move through and will give way to other things, right? Yeah. Um. Again, you know, we always kind of wanna kind of guide you to what are the things that uh, that we've read about her the podcast with Deepak Chopra on beliefs create reality is a really good one uh Yan Lavansant also has a really good podcast um a conversation in Super Soul Sunday her is titled you matter you, you matter yes great 
Uh, but all the spiritual teachers that we follow also talk about these identities. Um, and if we're not, if we don't attach ourselves to these thoughts and stories, we let them through, we're going to really, really um, stop the suffering and get back to our true selves. That's it. That's what we wanted to leave you with today. And hopefully now everything is tied together. And hopefully now you can be more replanting the seed of, uh, you know, using dating and through in your journey of personal growth. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're looking forward to talking to you again next time. But now from now on, remember the committee in your head is not your true self. It's ego. So shine a light to it. So it can move through and then let your real self come up. Until next time, happy practice. Yes. See you later.